I love you. You guys are fantastic. Unique by nature. Good morning, everyone. This is Shoy with Dimple Times Radio, and we are here with Rick Patterson in the garden. Online and on your mobile device. It's sexy. Good morning, folks. Welcome to another episode in, of In the Garden with Rick. Thanks for tuning in. We hope to entertain you, make you chuckle a little bit, and you can learn a little bit about gardening. And encourage you to get out and get your hands dirty. That's right. How you doing, Max? Hey, doing well, doing well. You know, a lot of times we associate gardening with family and loved ones. You hear people saying that they develop their love of gardening from their parents or grandparents or a favorite aunt or uncle. I can remember that both my mom and dad loved gardening. One of my very first memories, and I've, I've mentioned this before, is my mom loves morning glories, and we lived in a mobile home. And at the end of the mobile home, there was a hitch and um, propane tanks, and my mom thought it was ugly. So one of my very first memories is planting morning glory seeds around that hitch, except if you ever grow morning glories, it's pretty, it gets pretty crazy. The vines get pretty... Anyway, the propane man would come, and he couldn't get the propane tanks out of, out of there, and he'd get mad, and it kind of became a joke. So what did it do, wrap around the propane tanks? Oh, it wraps around everything. If you oh, grow wow. morning glories, it's just, it, it just wrap around everything. Mom still to this day uh, likes morning glories. It's her favorite flower, especially the, um, the big blue ones. Is that what she fed Viagra to? <laughs> no, that was the, <laughs> the Viagra was supposed to have gone on to the dragonween begonias. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I plant morning glories every year, and there's many different kinds now. Uh, I, th- this past year, I ordered a variegated leaf morning glory, and it has a, a leaf like an ivy, and it scampers and has a little purple flower with a yellow center. It's beautiful. And then there's Japanese morning glories that some of them are even doubles, and they resemble um, orchids. My dad uh, loved trees. He planted all kinds of trees, fruit trees, flowering trees, giant trees like maples and oaks. Toward the end of his life, he uh, was uh, practicing or experimenting with pawpaws. You ever had a pawpaw? You familiar with pawpaws? Um, I, I know the name, but I can't place what it is. It's a very tropical-looking plant, and it has a male and a female, and it produces fruit that kind of resembles a, an avocado. Okay. And it's kind of a unique taste. And it's a taste, I think, it's something you have to learn to like. It's somewhere between an apple and custard or something. I don't know. I, I never really particularly cared for the taste. And I can remember my dad loved working in the rain. And yesterday I was working in my garden. Of course, it was pouring down rain for the third or fourth day. And I just just enjoyed every minute being in the rain. It's just there's something refreshing about working. In, I mean, it wasn't like pouring, but it was... Well, it, it, it cools it down, and, and I don't know if it's not pouring or lightning, then at that point, it's kind of relaxing. I uh, Right after I retired, I can remember that first spring, I was working in the yard, and I sat down on the porch, and it started to rain, and after years of being in the classroom and cubicles, it just felt good to sit there in the rain. It was such freedom. So I I, I recommend, there was a, a weatherman for, cha- or a, a weather reporter for the Clemens dispatch many years ago and he said that he would he, he wrote this in his column he would go out and sit naked on a post or on a on a, a trunk of a tree in the spring to, to get his body used to the to the season and in the winter he would go out there to sit naked on a on a stump 
so his body would get used to the cold. Some tells me he just liked to sit naked outside. <laughs> He's looking for an excuse. <laughs> but he said it helped him. You know, it helped him because you know when it gets cold, you know, you get. He felt like it helped him. It kept him from getting sick and so on and so is that, forth. Is that why you go out at night in your underwear to uh, so chase the raccoons around? Feel closer to your plants. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. <laughs> I might have too many people trying to peer. If they want to peer over the fence, they're going to get what they need. Hey, that, that's right. That's right. They're they're going over a privacy fence at that point and looking through a lot of plants. My grandmother uh, lived on a farm up by Mount Vernon, and I'd come home from work, and she'd be uh, roaming around in my garden. I learned a lot of the gardening from her. I remember my, my parents owned property in Perry County, and I can remember before they built their dream house, we'd go out there to camp. And I remember my grandmother and I walking down this abandoned road. It was closed, and there was a log cabin on the road. And at the end of the road, it was up high, and there was a little village, tiny little village, just a few houses in a cemetery. And we would pick the raspberries along the, the road there. Now, black raspberries? Black raspberries. Oh, yeah. And then Mom would make uh, raspberries. Well, she'd freeze them, and then she'd make uh, raspberry pie and raspberry cobbler and uh, all kinds of neat things. And then my uncle had, um, he would buy these kits for Model A and Model T, and he'd put them on a Volkswagen chassis. So here, here's my grandmother and I on this abandoned road, log cabin, the little village. My uncle's driving around with his, uh, you know, his antique-looking Model T or Model A. It was something right out of Walton's Mountain. Uh, that's what you know say. <laughs> well, we will be back in a moment. Welcome back. Um, I want to remind everyone you can read my articles in the Dimple Time newspaper. It comes out twice a month. Uh, Max, it's what, the 14th? And what, what are the dates? Well, it'll actually uh, change each month. It's the second and fourth Thursday of each month. Okay. So it, it, this month, that's that's when it is. Well, not the 14th, today's. So it actually, it just changes. Depends on when the second and the fourth Thursday runs. Okay, and you can also go online and listen to the podcast of the show and uh, read the articles. Right. He's got the whole line. You've got Ask the Gardener you can look for as one of the features, and also one of the features is In the Garden, and uh, both of those are Rick. And I want to plug Christine's Corner, too. Uh, that's, that's very homespun, a mother's, uh, uh, the way a mother looks at things. It's very touching, very uplifting and inspirational. Christine's Corner is in the newspaper and for the last few weeks has a few podcasts and is developing and growing and uh, moving along just like in the garden with Rick is. I was ta- I've been talking about raspberries. They sure tasted good when mom would freeze them. We'd use them in the winter at, and all the goodies she'd make. Mom used to buy me a, a raspberry extract and then you would use it as a tea or you could put it over ice cream. I, I don't know if they even make it anymore, but it sure was good. It was real raspberries kind of boiled down to a thick kind of extract. Huh. Look at my arms. Don't they, doesn't it look like I've been in a street fight? Yep. <laughs> is that, is that Bleeding you, all over the place, huh? Is that where you're hitting the pricklies from the raspberries and stuff? Or? Yeah. When I walk, I found a whole big patch of raspberries, 
and I've been reaching and I've been eating them for about two weeks now. I think I ate all the raspberries. <laughs> because when they're fresh off of the bush, oh my goodness, they are so good. They're sweet. Yes. And then the other day, I found some um, blackberry bushes. Blackberries are bigger and plumper. And Trev Wiz, I think the thorns are a little bit thicker and reaching back in there, I really ripped myself up trying to get into the blackberries. Blackberries have a, um, I don't want to say a bitter taste, but they have a different, they don't have the sweetness that a raspberry has. They have a bite. Almost a sour or something. Yeah, yeah, like an acidy taste. But or they're something. both good, and and with either of them, just put them in some milk, pour a little sugar on them, and they're good. I, I'm sure that kind of ruins some of the nutritional value, but it tastes good. I think raspberries have more seeds than blackberries too, because the little. Well, you taste, you feel the texture of the seeds. I just eat it all. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, grapes, I will spit out the seeds when they have them, but the raspberries, they're really tiny little things. When I graduated from high school at 19, right, the next year at 19, a friend and I took off for out west during a snowstorm in February. My dad wasn't very happy with me for leaving, but my friend had a pinto. You remember those four pintos? They were like tuna fish cans with oh, wheels. Oh, yeah. So we took off, and his grandmother lived in Tennessee. She lived on a mountain in Tennessee. And I can remember staying there. She had bluegrass blaring on the radio, big pot-bellied stove warm in the house. Of course, there was an outhouse. And in the barn, she had tobacco because, you know, everyone down there grew tobacco. And I'm not a smoker, but the smell of that tobacco drying was really a nice, a nice aroma. Now, in southern Ohio, people were growing less tobacco because it's not selling like it used to. And the state has tried to come up with ideas how people can make money on something other than tobacco. And one thing they're trying, and I've always thought this would be fun to try personally, but they are, they're taking raspberry bushes and they're planting them in containers, big pots. And raspberries have to have so much time of coldness before they'll produce fruit. But then they bring the pots in early to a greenhouse. And they set the flowers and fruit. So you get the fruit several weeks earlier than you would in the wild. And they, wanted, they felt that people could sell those to restaurants and stores and people would when it was still cold out, people would pay a, a good price to have that fresh fruit. So that was a, a, an objective to get people away from to, to tobacco and, and make money with the raspberries. So I'm not really sure how successful they were, but I always thought that'd be fun to try. If I'm not mistaken, the winery uh, uh, Manchester Hill here in Pickaway County, I, th I think they make wine out of raspberries, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I can't remember. I'm, I'm not the biggest wine person, so <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. But uh, they're, they're making out of apple cider and pretty much everything mm -hmm. that you can add a, 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 some of that liquor and spirit to it, I guess you would say. I have a friend that grew up on a farm. You ever heard the term uh, blackberry winter? Nope. It's an old farm saying, old time saying. It means it's cold in June when blackberries and raspberries are blooming. If, oh. it's, if it's chilly like it was this year in June, they call that blackberry winter. I think it's kind of neat. So do they bloom later then? or No, they bloom about the same time. It's just, it's, you know, if it's cold, that's when they call it blackberry winter. Huh. Yeah. Farmers have a lot of those old sayings. Like last week I mentioned that you can hear corn growing. Yep. I swear on my walk, one day there was 
corn, and the next day they were corn shocks, and the next day they're ears of corn. <laughs> that quick, overnight. Well, it was amazing. It, it happens fast. Even when you drive by and you see them on the side of the road, you're like, oh, look, it's a nice little row, and they're only a couple, three inches tall, and then next thing you know, they're a foot tall. People don't realize this, but raspberries are in the rose family, which I find very interesting. So, it's not well, interesting, odd. Odd. We will be back in a moment. Welcome back. Glad you tuned back in to hear about uh, raspberries today. There are black raspberries, red raspberries, purple raspberries, and even yellow raspberries. And what about the raspberry you put on your kid's belly when you were <laughs> trying to tickle them? <laughs> Never, nope, I don't know about that kind of raspberry. Oh, yeah. Is that like, well. Well, well no, there. no, not a hickey. Well, <laughs> Max is the one that brought the hickey up, not me. They have uh, crossed raspberries with other fruits, and they've come up with these. You've probably heard of Loganberries and Boysenberries. And Boysenberries is a cross? It's a cross between something and raspberries. Boysenberries. I thought it was a natural thing. And uh, uh, Tayberry. I've seen all this stuff in catalogs, but I, I've never tasted it or even seen them. But I guess there's a lot of different things. Well, the Boysenberries, uh, when I lived... In Sun Valley on the east side, uh, southeast side, we would go back to the trails and we would pick the berries. And uh, my friend's mom would always say, those are boysenberries. Uh -huh. I never could tell how she knew the difference, but there was a lot of them. So we, we'd fill up things and bring them back to her and she would can them. I think she canned them. I'm not, I'll have to ask. We would eat them along the way and not get a lot of them back a lot of times. And if you ate a lot of them boysenberries, sometimes it would give you a bellyache. We had a cherry tree in our backyard, and it was an annual event, and Dad would get mad at us because we'd be up there in the tree eating them. And <laughs> so Mom couldn't freeze them. Oh, again, fresh out of the tree. Mm. Mm -hmm. Just like bananas. I had one in Haiti they brought that was picked off the tree, ripened. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely amazing what a, a fruit is when it's... Same with the orange down in Florida. Peaches, same way. I don't like canned peaches, but a peach off the tree is like honey. Well, but it's, when it's picked off the tree, right. A lot of times uh -huh. here in Ohio. Well, Ohio, you probably got peach farms around here, I think. Right. Uh, just well, like I, apples. I have peach trees in my yard. That's why I'm... And apples around here, you get a lot. But oranges, yeah. you don't get oranges fresh off the tree here in Ohio. Um, well, unless somebody's got something fake going on inside their house or something, I guess. But So, yeah, down in Florida, it was, I don't know. Just fresh off the tree is very refreshing. There are basically two kinds of raspberries. Um, one that gives fruit early, and then there's another one that they call everberry, and it's really in the summer and then later in the fall. So when you buy raspberries, they say it's a good maybe to mix those so you get raspberries throughout the whole season. Is one softer than the other? I don't know. I thought we were picking the same thing when I saw them at different times of the year, but I don't Or are we getting the one that's the ever, what did you say, everbed? There's, there's an ever-bearing one that that produces fruit in the spring and the summer or summer and fall, and then the other one produces fruit earlier. Yeah, I think ours are summer and fall, so that's prob probably what ours are. Well, and then raspberries are softer than blackberries too. When you pick a raspberry, it's kind of hollow in the inside. Well, when you pick it, you gotta be careful; you'll squish it. 
That's right. Right. You should never plant raspberries where you've had potatoes and peppers and eggplants or bulbs because there's a fungus that's in the soil. Uh, raspberries can uh, come down a lot of different funguses. And if they do, you just got to dig them up and throw them away because there's really no cure for it. Hmm. They said that raspberries are 80%, 86% water and uh, 12% carbs, and they're very nutritious. They're good for you. The leaves are used as a, in a tea. It was interesting. They said after the Boston Tea Party, when you know the first Americans got mad at the British for the taxes and they dumped all the tea overboard, as a, as a substitute, they used raspberry leaves for tea and they said it's really good really i good. think you can buy raspberry tea leaves at mm -hmm. some of the health food stores or something can't you yeah i've seen it mm -hmm. heritage is a uh, ever-bearing raspberry that does really well in ohio so if you, now is that a brand name or is that just it's a, a variety of raspberries okay. yeah there's all oh, there's numerous varieties of raspberries they said that george washington grew 40 or yeah at Mount Vernon, George Washington grew 40 varieties in the 1700s in his garden. So there's a lot of... Uh, and I'm just doing good if it's red or it's black and knowing <laughs> what to call it, let alone all these different varieties. You know, and raspberries can be very aggressive. I mean, I had planted some, then I dug them up, and I, I dug them up for years because they kept coming up. Raspberries are very nutritious. They're good for you. Japanese beetles like them. You know, that little green metallic-looking bug? They can totally destroy your, your raspberries. Raspberries are pollinated by bees. Rabbits like to eat the canes. So they say if you live out like you do, you'd have to, you should cover up the, the bottom of the raspberry shrubs with the chicken wire so the rabbits can't get to it. They said that cavemen even ate raspberries. I thought that was interesting. They found, somehow they found seeds where the cavemen, I don't know how they did it, but they found seeds where cavemen lived. Ancient Greece, the raspberries were associated with fertility and young children. Some people even say eating raspberry is an aphrodisiac. Early Christians saw raspberries as a sign of kindness. American Indians used it for medical and healing purposes. So when we used to take those raspberries and throw them at each other, then it looked like you got shot or something. Yeah. That probably wasn't a sign of being nice. Okay. No. You, 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 you perverted the use of raspberries. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back. We're talking about raspberries today. I have written a series of uh, children's novels called 415 Raspberry Picket. Raspberry Picket's the street that the family lives on. A little boy comes and lives, moves in with his aunt or his, his grandfather and housekeeper. He finds out they're witches and an evil entity is trying to kill all plant life. So they go on quest and a lot of adventure and magic and use magical herbs to fight the bad guys. And it's available uh, on Amazon. And on 415 Raspberry Picket Picket.com. Sorry, I almost said drive, and I don't know why I keep <laughs> wanting to do that. 415 Raspberry Picket.com. Now, actually, a raspberry is a cluster of little fruits called druplets. 
and they, they cluster around a core, and each droplet has a seed. So one berry can have 100 and 120 seeds in it. And as I'm walking and eating them, I'm picking them out of my teeth for the next two miles walking up the street. But there's a, there, that's why one of the reasons they're so aggressive. And then if a bird drops the seeds, you know, blackberries, raspberries can come up all over the place. In the Middle Ages, they used the juice as a paint. You, you made reference to uh, throwing raspberries and getting raspberry juice all over you. They used it for a paint in some of their paintings. So I don't know if the Mona, Mona Lisa is made with raspberry paint or not. I don't know. I was going to say, I think they made a dye or something out of it, if I recall. I read something on that. I don't know. But it's probably the same thing you're talking about there. Raspberries have 60 calories a cup. I thought that was interesting. That's, that's very few calories for a big thing of uh, fruit. I am... Um, I picked them and took it home. I, I eat a, a dish of uh, low-fat frozen yogurt every evening, oh. and I put my raspberries on the ice cream, and it was really good. Yep. I had some yesterday myself. Did you? Yes. Well, it had raspberries and supposed to have blueberries, but I had one blueberry. <laughs> blueberries upset my stomach. I don't handle blueberries well. Well, I guess you could have handled that one. I felt ripped off. I'm like, where's the blueberries? <laughs> What did you get that only had one blueberry? Well, it was just meant to be a berry Sunday, and there was only one berry. <laughs> yeah, one uh, blueberry. There's raspberry, uh, blackberries, and then the blueberries. Oh, okay. Um, but it was still good. Of course, you know they have it all in that sugary mix and stuff oh, yeah. that kind of destroys the nutritional value yeah, that it does. had. But it still tasted good. Still good. Yeah, raspberry is my favorite fruit. I like anything raspberry. Raspberry popsicles, raspberry tea, ras I mean, anything raspberry dressing. Every year I grow my own spinach, and then I uh, use a, I make a salad out of it, and I use a raspberry or blackberry salad dressing. Like a vinaigrette? Um, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, they make one with um, walnut in it, and I don't particularly care for that one. Hmm. I want the straight raspberry or the straight blackberry but i always look forward to that every year to have a couple big plates full of my own spinach uh, of course you have to put blue cheese and bacon and oh you just ruined it with blue cheese you don't oh, like blue cheese no yeah if i want to gag <laughs> i remember as a kid my mom would eat that what's that stinky cheese Limburger? <laughs> oh boy. i don't even know how she ate it i mean it made my brother and i just sick to our stomach i mean the whole house would smell like something died it's like you'd pick it up to get close to your nose you'd be like boom it's interesting that russia is the leading uh, raspberry producer in the world wow yeah. you would think we would produce more i mean they grow naturally in fields and uh -huh. stuff we're only fourth Serbia, I think, is second, and I forget who third was. Mexico, Mexico second, Serbia's third, and we're fourth. Although the state of Washington, they grow 70 million tons every year of, uh, of raspberries. Can you imagine 70 tons of raspberries? So kind of like around here, we're known for corn. There's a lot of corn grown in the counties here in Ohio. Uh -huh. So probably the... Uh, Weather and everything is better for them? For it, okay. Yeah. That's like upstate Michigan. They're famous for their uh, fruit, their fruit that, they, that they grow. I um, found this poem, and it was just, uh, you know, it's kind of 
homespun, but it was I thought it was very touching. It's by um, her name is Karen Krutzinger, Krutzinger, and it's visualizing warm raspberry cobbler. Visualizing warm raspberry cobbler, I drive into the raspberry bushes with gusto. Be carefuling, uh, be being careful, waving my soft skinned arms and hands because I know the biting and chomping of the thorn's teeth, as I know of my arms. Noticed my sister's basket has a few more berries, so competition is on. Ouch! Ooh! Haste tears my skin in earnest. Puny tight raspberries, but it might add to the volume, so I grab them. We return to Grandma's house with two full baskets of raspberries. We're glad that we beat the crows this year. Our hands are berry-stained as we ate a lot of them on the way home. Thinking if raspberry cobbler will have tonight, warm with soft, sweet ice cream, my bloody arm and hand scratches, heals as my mind tastes it. I was going to say, anybody else hungry now? <laughs> so I recommend everyone run out and get you some raspberries. Or, or at least some raspberry pie. Is there anybody... I don't know. Does does good ones or anybody have raspberry pie around here? I'm not for sure. One of the joys of summer. Yep, there very much. If you uh, want to read more about Rick, be sure to pick up a copy of the Dimple Times. You can visit dimpletimes.com or go to anchor.fm slash dimple dash times. This edition of In the Garden with Rick is part of Dimple Times Radio, an RTD media broadcast. To read more by Rick, be sure to pick up a copy of the Dimple Times newspaper, which is distributed on newsstands in Fairfield, Pickaway, Ross, and Fayette counties on the second and fourth Thursday of each month. You can also read more articles by Rick at dimpletimes.com. Online and on your smartphone. Unique by nature.